Hey, once again, this is King Cow along with my co-host, The Panda, and you're here for another edition of Vinyl Rhetoric. You are once again tuned in to the podcast, Vinyl Rhetoric, and I'm joined by The Panda, and she has... Um. Hair? Oh, <laughs> I, I, we were going to try and guess which words we, <laughs> we would say together. Oh, like that Saturday Night Live sketch with... Uh, Unaware. Unclear. No? No. No. Don't know. Dang it. I'll no, I was doing my own thing. I'll have to show it to you. It's pretty funny. They have to so sing they're trying songs. To same, uh, and say the same words? And say the same words. It's hilarious. Are they looking at each other trying to... Yes. Oh, hilarious. It's uh, Frank Amstead. Frank Amstead? Don't know. And then uh, the girl from Bridesmaids, Kristen Wiig. I know it's that hilarious. name. I'll show it to you. I think isn't she like blonde? Mm, ish. She has two eyes in her name. Uh, in yes, the wig yes, name. Yes. I was gonna say yes. She has two eyes and a nose oh, yes. and a mouth and oh, so probably she's a, a normal tongue. human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, it's happening. So, what's new and exciting? Oh, you know, just doing all of the things that adults do, like selling houses and. Doing all that stuff. Uh, I thought you were going to say selling my body on the street. That's well, what adults, you know, some adults do that. Some adults do that. I feel like children do that, though. Um, okay, what, maybe how, not how old maybe children? not children, but maybe urchins? like adolescents. Sweet street urchins? Yes. People that aren't cared for enough. How much do you have to be <laughs> cared for to not sell your body? Um, I mean, most of those people, I feel like if you just paid a little bit of you attention, you might want to back up from the airs. <laughs> from from the, you might want to. Is it too? Down. Is it too? Roxanne, <laughs> you don't have to sell your body. <laughs> oh, oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I was giving a heads up and a warning to my my listeners. <laughs> I understand because I didn't want to break an eardrum. I was like, "What? Am I too loud? Am I no, being no, too loud?" No, no, you sound fine. Oh, no, okay. I didn't want to. I didn't know. I guess I was the one that had to pull out, pull back, <laughs> whatever. Get away from the microphone. I know. Sometimes I just misspeak. Well, I say things not exactly like I meant. Yeah, well. You know, it's I an do. accident. I yeah. just, it's sometimes it slips in there and you're like, whoops. Hey. I didn't mean to have it come in there. I don't do anything on accident. Nothing? I try not to. I okay. try to do things on purpose. Yes, you try. But uh-huh. sometimes things happen and you're like, huh, that was... A nice coincidence. <laughs> you never had that happen? No, I've had it happen, obviously, because that's human. But That's human? That's very human. Yes, okay, thank you. But I always Are tell gonna... the kids, I always tell the kids, I'm like, hey, don't do stuff on accident. Like, try to do it on purpose, you know, so that they have a little bit more thought. Yeah. So I kind of do that, too. Huh. It's, it's, it's always nice to have purpose. Yeah. But accident, sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's pleasant. Yeah. You have a pleasant accident. Yeah. Well. Sometimes you can't get anything yeah. to go right all day just, long. I was going to say, technically, <laughs> if I've had an accident, it's not pleasant. So, <laughs> I, We were just talking about, uh, you know, like having accidents at work. Like I think that's what I was thinking. It's not pleasant. <laughs> like losing control of said sphincter. Yeah. So one time I was I was just doing my thing. And I was doing a cleanse, uh-huh. and I hadn't done anything. You know, everything was good. I right. I, I make, make it to the bathroom all the time. Right. And then I had to fart. 
It's the first or time. Or you thought it was a fart? It's the first time. And I was wearing boxers. Uh-huh. So it just came straight out and went, <laughs> went on the ground and I was looking at it. And I drove straight home and took a shower. Like you couldn't even just like, oh, I it's, can't believe this is happening yeah, it was, right now. It looked like a quarter. It looked like a brown quarter sitting on the ground. It was, I guess the good part is I was wearing boxers that were kind of loose. And so it just went, because I don't think it really hit it anything. Wasn't, it wasn't the inside of the junior mint. No, it was the outside, outside of yes, the junior mint. It, and it was like, like I said, the size of a quarter. And I saw it there for like three or four days. Oh I kept looking God. at it going, oh, still there. <laughs> no dogs coming and lick that one up. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was it, it, the funniest part was that I just, oh, okay, I'm driving straight home. And <laughs> what are you doing home? I'm not, I'm not talking about it. I'm going in the shower. <laughs> yeah, my, my boyfriend said that his dad had that happen. And he just went home. And he was just like, I'm hopping in the shower, you know. That's all I did. Yep. Yeah. And then he went back to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody was worse for the... Yeah. Where? Nobody was, was wiser for being not knowing. Yeah. Whatever the saying is. <laughs> no one was. Yeah. No one knew. Yeah. That's all. They, oh, I've had to knock on doors. I have too. Yeah. I've, I've knocked on a couple of doors. And then I run away. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't think you can help me. <laughs> um, like you don't have any dogs, do you? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. One time. One time. And I, I destroy. <laughs> I. Yeah. I, I. One time I. Was I think I was just just going back. Uh-huh. I was just said, "Oh, I don't care. I'm going to my car and driving home." Right. And somebody saw me. Oh, what's going on? And I said that, and he goes, "Oh, you can use my my restroom." Uh-huh. I said, "Okay." And you're gonna regret this. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But you thought it in your head. Nope, didn't think that at all. No, no. But I when I blew it up, I did the courtesy <laughs> flush. Uh huh. And then next thing you know, the toilet didn't flush anymore. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. It Nightmare. Was, it was total dumb and dumber. <laughs> uh, oh, that bathroom doesn't work. What? No. Wait it, a second. I think, the, I think the chain just fell off. Uh-huh. So I had, to, I had to do major surgery. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, but I had, I'm in somebody's you, was, house. I don't know. And I'm like. Uh, that was emergency major surgery. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was like, oh, sorry. That happened to me at a convenience store. Huh? Huh? And I was like, I had to walk out, and I asked the guy, "Do you have a plunger?" And he's like, "No." Oh, sorry. And I was like, "Peace, peace out, brother. I'm out. It's your problem now." <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think where where the worst exploding <laughs> diarrhea type thing I ever had was. See, I don't usually have explosive diarrhea. Well, um, well those those all of those stories are from it, it because it's funny. Oh yeah. Well, I will say this. One time, I went. I think I I went to Wienerschnitzel, and I'm just driving home. La 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 la. And all of a sudden, uh oh. <laughs> and I got to the signal, and and I'm like, I don't I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I just I just I was at a apartment complex and i turned and i just drove to the back and i saw they had a shed and i ran behind the shed (laughs) and i'm like and 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 then i oh i i will say this probably the worst one was i went to dinner with my wife and daughter i believe Mm -hmm. and i don't know where we went 
but we came home or mm-hmm. we started coming home and I thought, oh, we need to get home. We need to get home. <laughs> Bubble guts. And then I think it, I think it went away. Uh-huh. And then it came back in spades. <laughs> and I was, I, oh, because I think I was driving my wife's car. So I used her keys. Uh-huh. I didn't have my keys. So oh, the front no. door was locked. <laughs> And I thought, well, maybe I can punch in the number in the garage and run Uh in here. I don't have time to punch in the number. (laughs) Well, we have a lock on our gate on the side. Ah, maybe I'll use that. Uh, Oh, no. I'll just hop over the fence. Uh Oh, yeah. That's easier said than done. Yeah, it is. The luckiest thing, there was no lock on the gate. The unluckiest thing, I only made it halfway to the (laughs) bathroom. (laughs) Yeah, it was. You didn't make it in the house, did you? Oh yeah, oh, I made no. it halfway to the bathroom <laughs> from the back door. Oh no! Yeah, there was like drop, 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 explosion, and and then it was like it was hideous, and I'm like scrubbing, and I'm going, well, what cleaners do we have that I could? And I'm scrubbing the floor, and and oh my god, I think oh, uh, excuse me. You missed this dollop on the carpet <laughs> or on this rug that's on the carpet. Oh, thanks, honey. Thank you for... She just let me alone. Oh she knew I was like... I was not... It was... Oh. And then I guess then you can just go in the shower and you might as well just do the rest in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who cares It's now? embarrassing. I'll just it's, smash it down. I get angry, right? I wasn't even angry. I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? Am I incontinent? <laughs> it was... It was I'm losing control. It was pretty fun. I mean... Every once in a while, I just, I, I remember, uh, this is, I was maybe 21, so 37 years ago. Wow. Shit. Wow. <laughs> no, don't do the math. How dare you? Yeah. We went to me, there was, there was three guys and a girl, uh-huh. and the girl played on the girl's soccer team, and the three guys played on the guy's soccer team, and we all had shirts. That, that one of them made and they were I don't know why we call ourselves wild wild man okay but it was wild man one two three uh-huh. and I think I don't, I don't know if she was wild man or if she was wild girl but she she we all we had numbers and my number for soccer was two uh-huh. and so I was wild man two I don't know what the other ones were I think Pete was one and Mike was three and Allison was four okay and we went to eat in San Francisco and I do, I do know this that if I have sometimes I'll eat some seafood dish uh-huh. and within thirty minutes it says I want to leave you I would like to I want to leave a- you fast <laughs> so we're in the middle of San Francisco I have no clue where we're going and I happen to find some uh, I just said I got to go to the bathroom right where is one and it was some outhouse weird thing I don't uh-huh. even know what it was and oh and I'm. In a, I'm wearing a suit and tie. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I just had to <laughs> blew up the place. Uh-huh. Oh, shh. There's no toilet paper. Oh, no. The worst. Yeah, I was wearing underwear. So <laughs> So then you weren't wearing underwear. And I was not wearing underwear <laughs> later. Nope. So it's it. I, I, I'm glad to know, at least for me, it's mm-hmm. not a... It's not, oh, I'm old. Yeah. It's just some things just Sometimes it happens. affect me. Yeah. I, I know for, I've said this many a, many a time, playing soccer uh-huh. is just, that is the trigger of all triggers. Yeah. So I've learned 
find the bathroom, make sure there's toilet paper, and do my. Th- but there was, uh, and I've never told. This. And that's pregame, right? Yes, you, that's you my the, pregame. The pre- yeah, pregame, pre-game jitters, nervous yeah. colon. So I, I one time I was we were playing a good game. I don't, I never said anything. I was probably under twelves, under fourteens. And there was all these trees, but they were like skinny trees. But it was it wasn't even a forest. It was a weird thing. Okay. And it's not like if I'm there, I can hide behind a tree and you can't see me. Right. You can clearly see me. I just ran over to the tree land and, and just <laughs> like I exploded. Just My dad told up. me. I, and I didn't know that. So I said something about like in Wiener Schnitzel. Right. Oh, I hate Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, why do you hate winter schnitzel? Because one time we went to a soccer game and you had to go and they wouldn't let you use the bathroom. Oh, I hate that. I just so, had a conversation about that with a friend. I was like, how dare you not well, let me use the brass well, restroom? My, da- my dad was like totally standing up for me. And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I like the food now. I yeah. didn't know I didn't like it then, but I didn't know they didn't let me in. I just I kind of remember uh, it could have been happened more than once for all I know. Yeah. I was just, not, oh, I, okay. Chart your course. Know where the, I forget where. Oh, I was doing the I was doing the cleanse thing, and I think we we were going to Utah, and it was like going to be the last day. Uh, we got to stop now. <laughs> we have to stop. It's there's no. So fortunately, we oh we'll get gas here. Right. Is there a bathroom? Yes. Okay, good. Because I don't want to go back in your dumpster. Yeah. So somebody somebody at work told me. He was he was delivering, it in in he saw a dumpster and jumped inside. Ew! And then he couldn't get out. Ha ha! <laughs> he said it was all slippery. Ew! It, it, yeah, and he didn't want to get dirty. Ha ha! I was <laughs> I could not stop laughing. Oh. He said he totally. Oh, I just saw it, and I'm just gonna jump in here and. Do my duty. Uh huh. I don't know what he was doing, but but he said, "Oh, it's easy to get in. It's not easy to get out." And I'm yeah. glad I've, I'm glad I don't have that I've knowledge. I've never done that. Yeah. I w- I've never gone. No. Yeah, I thought. I remember my mom. She used to like. She's the kind of person that you don't take to the dump. Like when you go take stuff to the dump. Why? Because you come back with more than you because came with. Because she salvages stuff like. I'm like, mm. mom, somebody has thrown this away because they pissed on it. Like, <laughs> don't bring it back into the house. Like, she's just that person. She's very OCD and uh-huh. she's just interesting. She's an interesting lady. So I remember when we were kids, she would go back behind um, all the dumpsters, like at the uh, all the supermarkets and stuff. Uh-huh. And she would look for stuff that was expired or you know best buy date or whatever <laughs> yes king cow <laughs> i'm raising my hand <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i should say this okay i'm i've got to be 14 15 and and me and my friends walk by a dumpster uh-huh. and we see bags uh-huh. of candy uh-huh Wrapped still in their right, we took them and ate them. <laughs> yeah, my my mom would find stuff totally in the dumpster that is perfectly good in the bag, in the bag, in the wrappers, wrapped up, yeah, unopened. Yeah, they just turned it in for insurance or or whatever. Yeah. We grab, we found candy and took it. Yeah, 
and didn't even think, oh, we're we're yeah. street urchins. But I remember being mortified. mortified. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, if anybody sees me here, I'm just going to kill myself. Right. <laughs> I, and, and I understand done. that. <laughs> I understand that. And there were certain places that we would shop that were like just <laughs> disgusting places. And I'm just like, mom, seriously, like we don't have any money, like none whatsoever. None. They pay you to take their stuff. Oh. Was it that bad? No, no, but it was like, it was like flea market stuff that was like off brand or it, it was like not Adidas, but it was a Adidas. Ad- Adidas. Yeah. Ad- yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it, and then like, she'd be like, no, this is fine. And I would have to wear it to school and, and, and I would hide it. And... You would have the, like the Kine swoosh. Yes. Oh, uh, Kine backwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. That's... Just, I just, and you know, because I'm a nineties kid. We were so brand like, conscious, conscious, yeah, yeah, which is dumb now. Now it's like super. Stupid. I was fortunate that that was never an issue. Yeah. I mean, if I saw something I liked it, I just wanted it, but I I'd get it usually. Yeah, but it wasn't like oh I want this because it's just like oh it's a Raiders jacket I want. Yeah. That's or, or my mom would just get stuff she thought we liked. I wore corduroy forever. I didn't even know jeans were a thing. Everybody I, knew you were coming. I didn't know jeans. <laughs> I, I, I generally didn't like jeans. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know. Somebody said. My daughter doesn't like jeans. One of my daughters. Well, he said, somebody told me, oh, you don't like, you, you don't like breaking them in. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't. I, don't, I like them now. Yeah. That's almost all I wear if I wear pants. Well, I like the skinny jeans because you can, you know, they're stretchy. You don't have to break them in like my daughter before. gave me skinny jeans. <laughs> I could only, I can't imagine you. In skinny I could only jeans. do three buttons. <laughs> so button fly skinny jeans. Uh huh. Nice. So then I lost I lost some weight uh-huh. and then I can I can put them on now and I'm like I look like everybody says oh are those skinny jeans I'm like no <laughs> no I don't know I they, I don't know if they're skinny, skinny. Jeans. I just like them <laughs> yeah but I have other ones I have also I wear whatever yeah I sometimes I do look like an urchin yeah. When I wear stuff and I don't care. Well, like, that's what's cool about this generation that's happening now is, like, they're so inclusive. They're so, like, they can wear whatever they want. And they're not making fun of each other like we did when we were kids. Like, everybody was like, Did you wear bell bottoms? Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah, it came back in the... I didn't know that. Mid to late 90s. Bell bottoms. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh flower print silk shirts yeah we didn't have that lots of those yeah <laughs> sometimes a big collar um poofy hair parted <laughs> down the middle that turned into a business in the front <laughs> party in the back <laughs> that turned into that it really turned into that that's coming back now too the is mullet. it uh-huh no it's coming back uh, hard really uh-huh I, you know, it, i'm seeing a, i'm seeing it a lot it's hilarious i I liked it because I sported it good. Yeah. But, but then I had the porn stash as well sometimes. <laughs> so I, I, I really went for full 80s. Yeah. You know, the, everything that... Well, you saw my is, lead guitarist. Yeah. He looks like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. That was said... <laughs> somebody... I think my wife said that. Uh-huh. Or Frank Zappa. Oh, I think he did. Yeah, that uh-huh. too. Either one. Yeah. Uh, we were laughing. Yeah. Not that we... He doesn't... Funny, but... Yeah, the mustache was definitely yeah. prominent, and it's new. And he Is shaved all his hair off. He shaved all his hair because he, oh, really he just have long hair. Oh, he just really have long hair. Yeah, well, one of the guys there said they're good musicians. Mm-hmm. 
and and they they can play a lot of stuff. He's played with them. I'm like, oh okay. I yeah. don't know. Randy. Oh, that was there. That? Randy. Oh, Randy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which I was shocked that you knew him. I just know him from the bars. Yeah, and my wife watched his kid. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? And he, his kid's mom's name was Brandy. Brandy. And Brandy. Randy. And Randy. Yes, oh my it goodness. cracked me up. That's pretty funny. That's like fraternal twin names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, he, when I saw him, oh, I know you. Mm-hmm. I looked at him like, I don't know you, dude. <laughs> And, and you're like, yes, you do. And then, <laughs> then he was talking to my wife, and he said something. Or I'm like, and then I looked. Oh, I just haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And I haven't. I don't think I've seen him with a hat. Yeah, he always wears a hat. Not when I would see him. Uh huh. I don't think he did. But well, like I told you, you, you came out to the show that night, and I was like, man, like because we saw some silly things that night, and I told you, man, I've got bar stories up and down. Well, I'm amused at the that. You had one guy there that was either the most uncoordinated dancer <laughs> ever, or by ten o'clock he was hammered. He was absolutely hammered. He was hammered when we got there. Really? Because yeah. he looked like he looked like a so, a social retard. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be blunt. He. I was watching him dance. I thought uh, his body doesn't even move like it should move. Oh, he was hammered. Okay. Every time I've been there, he's been there early and he's hammered. Really? Mm-hmm. And there was another. There was a girl there that he was totally hitting on. Uh huh. That looked like she had three left feet. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, she was kept hopping on one she leg. Was, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's interesting. And then we we always have line dancers that come out, and so they were line dancing and stuff, trying to teach them a little bit. You know, they were just kind of like directing them which way left right we're gonna go forward we're gonna go back but they had no idea they <laughs> were line dancing there was it was like a couple that right. were they could dance and they were they they were good they, right. they were comfortable together they and follow they, us around the the girl who looked like she was having a good time uh-huh. could not follow their hand movements nope. or their foot movements <clears throat> nope Every time they did the right foot, she did her left foot. Yep. I was like, are you cross-eyed? <laughs> and like, it if, was, you, if you follow those dances long enough, there's a pattern. Same pattern. It's a one, pattern. One, two, three, four. One, right. two, three, four. And they were not even... Oh, smart. it was hilarious. I think they were both just hammered. And then some cowboy came. Yeah. Hmm. I see this girl. She's good looking. She doesn't know how to dance. And she's drunk. I think I'm going to score. Yeah. That's whole. I, so I watched that whole dynamic yep. play out. And then there was a there was I was watching people play pool. Yep, which was cracking me up because <laughs> there was one guy that I think he was, he was very demonstrative, uh-huh. and I think he might a little been a little buzzed. Uh huh. And he was playing some other guy, and and they were just they were having a good time. Right. And then I was watching there was girls playing on the other table, and I was watching them miss shots left and right, <laughs> yeah. which was also amusing. Right. And then. Some other dynamic came in the table next to me. Some so m- my wife was talking to the guy, uh-huh. and they were talking. I don't know what they were talking about, but they were talking. So I was just I like to people watch. Me too. There was there was a girl at the table next to me that I can't tell if the guy was with her or not, but th- there was like some game going on between them, and then they started dancing, and then I think they know each other, but I don't know how. Right. I don't, I don't know where, it, but it was fun watching that 
uh, yeah. tete-a-tete go uh-huh. on. And then, oh, see, you play I, some song, all these people come out. Yep. I see that every time I play. And it's so funny. Sometimes I get really nervous because sometimes there's like a guy that's hitting on a chick and the chick is obviously not wanting to hang out with said dude. Mm-hmm. And the guy just, because he's hammered, you know, he's just oblivious oblivious, and, and she's kind of like, okay, you can leave me alone now. Get away from me. And then like on stage, I'm like ready to take my microphone and beat him over the head. Well, th- there was a like, couple alone. <laughs> younger girls that came there mm-hmm. that, that, uh, thought they had rhythm and they were the cat's meow and did you see the hat swap no so there was a a latin chick and she came in with all the cowboys yes yes and then she was hanging out with the one cowboy she took his hat off put it on her head Oh, maybe i did see it and then she came up to the stage and put the cowboy hat on my rhythm guitar player's head and i was like ooh, yeah and hopefully he doesn't have lice now (laughs) i was like ew yeah but then i saw the the guy with the cowboy hat and he was like what the what are you doing yeah she why did you do that she was wasted yeah and so we, she's coming up on stage like putting I saw, straws I, what into is everybody's she mouth. doing yeah i saw that too i didn't know what she was doing uh-huh. but i saw her doing something i'm like that's awkward. she kept wanting to give me a drink and i'm like no 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 when we came in to the place because i i don't think i've ever been there uh-huh we go in and it's a bar yeah and i look around this isn't very big nope uh go where's the where's the band and the guy goes, oh, just keep going right through there. He told us, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was a place out there. Mm-hmm. And so he told us, and then, okay. So we went out and we watched, and yeah, I enjoyed. I had a good time. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad you guys stayed as long as you did. Oh, yeah, we stayed till you left. I know, it's rad. Yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, when are you playing again? Um, This, actually, what's today? Uh, uh, Tuesday? Are you playing the We're 4th playing of July? Thursday. No, are you playing the next weekend? After this weekend? Yes. Where? I think at here in Modesto and then Well, I'll find I'll have to find out because in Turlock maybe? We'll we'll be going we're we're going camping. Uh huh. Or clamping or, or gamping this... or gramping or <laughs> this weekend? stamping. Well, yeah, we're doing something. Yeah. So I'll uh, for sure not be available to go. Not this weekend. Yeah. But the next weekend. Well Thursday we play. In Escalon. Where would you play there? The Valley Inn. It's a little bar on huh. Main Street. At, in the Valley Inn? Mm-hmm. At the Inn? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, blowjob in a room. <laughs> or whatever they do. They redid They redid the whole thing. And it's like, it used to be like this old, crumpy, little <clears throat> yuck bar. And now, now it's completely renovated. And they have the most comfortable oh. bar chairs I've ever sat in That's cool. We're playing at that same place July 3rd. Oh. Oh. So, that'll be fun. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully there will be no gunshots like last month. There was gunshots when I was there? <laughs> no. Oh. No, there was uh, maybe like three weeks before we were there. Uh, some guy got kicked out, got all pissed off, went home, got a gun, and then just like drove by and shot the outside of the... Really? Yeah. Did they catch him? Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. But that mentality will forever be. That's dickish. Dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. Yeah. Well, maybe I won't go there because I don't want to be <laughs> shot for doing nothing. Well, the odds are. Did I won't get shot? Right. Did I, I'll dance between the bullets? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Will you take care of my wife if I get shot and killed? Sure. Absolutely. 
Actually, she probably won't because my insurance, <laughs> life insurance, I'm worth way more al- dead than alive. Most of us are. I have a feeling that there's people going to be shooting now at me all the time. She's going to go. It won't be me. She, uh, I swear. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I only got 100K. That's all she said she'd give me. What? Nothing. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, I brought an album today. Okay. And you're probably going to know who it is. Well, if it's anything like what I play for Heather, that everyone should know, and she goes, mm, I haven't heard that. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't heard this? And then I, I, she hears, oh, I've heard that song. Yeah. She's funny. She is so funny. <laughs> she cracks me up. <laughs> well, I, d- I didn't care for that. <laughs> you did what? not? What? I did not. <laughs> So proper. Sometimes she's so proper, it makes me laugh. <laughs> you make me laugh. Crafty makes me laugh uh-huh. a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, sometimes sometimes he's... It's almost like he does not want to cut loose. Gotta cut loose. You just... Gotta cut those farts loose. I, well, I don't, think, I don't think we could just talk about taking a dump in the middle of <laughs> anywhere. And for me, it's like, eh, yeah, you're just one of the guys. I can do it. Yeah, I, I just think... I think browns are funny. <laughs> Cleveland Browns? No, Browns. Browns, and then there's whites, and then there's yellows. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Right? It, all the food groups. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> I thought I would call them greens. <laughs> and and it's hey. yellow mixed with white, usually, or <laughs> and then and then just plain white. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> I'm infected, just so you know. That's hilarious. Uh, oh my goodness yeah sometimes my greens are mixed with red so christmas <laughs> it's like a christmas yeah. decoration <laughs> and sometimes it looks like a tree i'm like oh my goodness i'm learning wow. so much i'm learning so much yeah so my much. wife's a lucky girl <laughs> well you know what's funny is this is actually a pretty good segue because i'll tell you the name of the first song because i don't think that you'll know the first song Ready? Green is new red. <laughs> no, but it might. It might. It's called singing winds and crying beasts. Huh. <laughs> I I almost I almost wanted to say spinal tap. <laughs> no, not quite. Because they have a song that's like sing with the wind or something like the wind, and it's it's blow like the wind. Uh-huh. I think that's the name of the song. Something. <laughs> And it's hilarious. Yeah, this one. Uh, I I wonder if you'll hear. I wonder if you'll hear them. Okay. All right. Here we go.
So I don't know if my headphones were up or not, but okay. I didn't hear any singing. No singing. Okay. So, okay, good. So I'm right on the yep. cusp of knowing who it is. Yep. But actually, the song sounded like some group that I do not like. You don't like? Okay. It sounded like it. Okay. But there was no singing, so I don't know. Oh. They don't have a lot of singing in their songs. Then, then, okay, so my first guess okay. was it sounded like an instrumental version of Islands in, in, Islands in the... No. The Doors. No. I know. Well, but then I'm listening. It's not the doors. No, it's not the doors. So my my, init- that was my initial thought. Okay, all right. But I mean, I, mean, I get I, it because there was an organ. Yeah, I get it. And then I thought, hmm, who do I know that plays a lot of instrumental stuff that sounds like this? Carlos. Ding 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 ding. So I'm like, hmm, this kind of sounds like it could be Santana. Yeah. Who is it? So it's Santana. Who's Santana? Santana is Carlos Santana. But who they, else was playing with them? A bunch of people. Oh, so this is, is this their... the one with the some guy named Rob sings a song? No, 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 no. Like, no. Oh, my wife loves that song. This was 1970 release. This is their second album. So is this is is uh, uh, Neil Schoen and and um, Greg Rowley in the band? I know Greg Rowley is. Let's see. Carlos Santana, Greg Rowley, Dave Brown, Mike Shreve, Jose Arias, and Mike Carabello. Okay. But there have been over 32 Well, Neil Schoen will eventually play with with them. So this is their second. It's called Abraxas. It's got really cool cover art. It is pretty cool. Yeah. I just... My my first thought... Whoa. (laughs) After I knew, I mean, I, I, it doesn't sound too door. It's kind of sound like the doors, but I'm like, it's not the doors. Yeah. But my first thought was, was this kind of sounds like it could be Santana. Uh-huh. I got a question for you about this album cover real quick. All right. Oh, I know that song. Mm, yep. By Tito Fuente. Yep. Um, so I would, oh, I would know it on the Nick song too. Mm-hmm. But just listening, I thought it could have been. I thought it sounded kind of like it might be him. Yeah, the conga. I mean, all the congas yeah. kind of give it away. So, yeah, it is pretty cool art. Mm-hmm. But, so, you see there's three people? Yes. Look at the the, the one on the far right. Okay. Does that not look like Obama? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is, they also look just a little like Dennis Rodman, not going to lie. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Ah, that's a cool album cover. Yeah, and it's interesting. All right here, there's like, you know, fruit and beans and all this Latin America, you know, Aztec kind of looking thing. And then there's like, that's either the head of a goat or a heart. (laughs) But it's skinned. Four? I don't know, maybe sacrifice. Oh, no, no, no. I was talking foreskin. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry for what? For maybe sacrifice. You know, oh, for, okay. For a sacrifice, maybe. Yeah, thanks. I don't know, but yeah, this this album is pretty cool. I actually like their first album a little better, but this is the one I have. Oh, you don't have their first one? Uh, uh-uh. 
But yeah. this is the original release. This is a 50-year-old yeah. record. No, I know what that is. I saw it. Yeah. I'm looking at the album. I know. It's funny. Um, my uh, my boyfriend, when he was on doing one of his assignments, he became friends with this older guy on, on the route. And uh, he's like talking about he wants to start a vinyl collection. You know, we've been slowly buying vinyl for, I don't know, probably about six years now. And he's like, oh, I've got all this vinyl. He's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I'll let you have it. Yeah, he gave us like 50 records. Nice. And they're all from like the late 60s, mm. early 70s. Cool. And there's some really cool ones in there. Totally Rolling cool. Stones and some Led Zeppelin. And and I was like, man, this is really cool that he, he gave that to you. So, yeah, this is one that we picked up. And it's a pretty good one. Yeah. I I I've always liked his sound. Yeah. Or their sound. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, he's always, 73, and I believe he's still he's still out there doing it. Huh. Yeah. He kind of made a resurgence in the late 90s when it, with that Rob Thomas smooth. Yeah, smooth. He had one with uh, Michelle Branch. All on, that was all on the same album, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. But he, he was can, just doing something different. He said, yeah. hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to play these songs and have somebody sing. Yeah. They, different people sing on all these songs. Yep. And a, and a lot of times, like, I think that this sounds like Latin jazz. You know, it's 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 rock. It's it's got that nice guitar. He's got great tone, and it's very jazzy. Yeah, I guess I I it, a lot of it. It's just like it's just really smooth. Yeah. And oh, like black ma- black magic woman. Uh-huh. Just the way his guitar is really mm-hmm. it's silky smooth. He makes it sing like he it, does. It's got its own melody. And and. Just like you said, the the bongos uh-huh. just keeps a nice beat yep. through the whole song. Yep. But w- when I heard initially, there was a point where I'm like, this kind of sounds like the door early uh-huh. on in the song. And I could hear, I could hear that but, too. But later on, I'm like, I know this isn't the doors because it's sounding way too polished. Yeah, yeah. And the doors, I don't think, no. were polished. So I'm like, hey, this isn't, this is not, but it still sounds like it. And I thought, yeah, I thought I would throw that in there just because I thought it would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but I did think. For a second. Well, the only, no. For like a second. Okay. We'll say a second. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Let me think really who it, uh, this, I could see this being Santana. Yeah. Because it's, uh, there's a lot of instrumental stuff yeah. that he does. And when there was no words. But then you said the name of it. I'm like, well, that see, and I figured you wouldn't. That know. doesn't sound like a Santana would be yeah. a Santana song. Yeah. Because I think, I guess, I would think they would have more Spanish names. Right. But. Well, he was born in Mexico, and then his family eventually moved to San Francisco, and that's where they started Santana. It was like Carlos Santana and, and something about they had like a blues band. Okay. Which is interesting that they came up around the same time as the Grateful Dead. They kind of were in that same. They were right circle, in the same circles, yeah. but they were they were such drastically different music. Except they were both jam bands, mm-hmm. and I think that's why there's I, so much instrumental stuff is that they're just jamming well, it out. I, I totally think that. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff that you just hear. I think Blob might have played something, and I was like, oh, that's. That's totally cool, uh-huh. and it's just it was. I think the whole thing was instrumental. Yeah, just a jam like. And and just so you know, I did not know Greg Rowley was in Santana. You didn't? No, not oh. until about three years ago. Oh really? When 
some journey, or maybe it was Neil Schoen and, and Greg Rowley were playing uh-huh. at Santa Cruz, and it said something about members, the former members of two super groups, and it said Journey uh-huh. and Santana. I'm like, they were in Santana? Yeah. And I said it to my wife. She said, no, they were. I go, I'm oh, reading yes. it right now. <laughs> and so when he, when he actually played Old Journey, uh-huh. and he said that they're... Uh, they they played with Santana. He said something. And he goes, and I just she just played this, so I heard it, uh-huh. and I'm like, Journey. He goes, oh, I didn't know you would get that clue. I go, I wouldn't have <laughs> a year a couple ago. Of years ago, yeah. yeah. But I think the reason Greg Rowley left Journey is because they were being too commercial, yeah. And he likes playing, you know, this the jam stuff, yeah, or or more blues, yeah. And and there are just some people that gravitate. I mean, just like anything, there are there are just purists. There are people like my background is jam, so like I I think that I do gravitate towards some of the albums that are more jam oriented. That it just feels like they're all just vibing. Playing. They're yeah. vibing together. Vibing. That's a great word. Yeah, and so I think that I kind of gravitate towards that, which I and I think that's why I like the seventies. You know genre of music that classic rock because a lot of times they were they were they were in super groups and then they would all fall apart and then they get another one because they're just trying to like figure out the different sounds Mm -hmm. which is it's just pretty cool to me yeah i like that yeah fun music stuff (laughs) all right we want to listen to the next one sure and everyone will know this one everyone Back on the bed, you just might pick up my 
As I was listening, mm-hmm. I, I so I've heard that song a hundred times, yeah, if not more, right. And I just, it, I know it's Santana. I just listened to it. Oh, it's Santana, it sounds mm-hmm. cool. Right, it's got some great beat. Right, the guitar is really, really cool. Yeah, really good guitar in there. Mm-hmm. But I was listening, going, man. That guy totally sounds familiar singing. <laughs> yeah, but I've never really listened. I've never paid attention. I've always just huh. known it's not Carlos Santana. I, I knew that. Yeah. I, well, I was pretty sure it wasn't him singing. Right. But I'm listening going, oh, that sounds like a whole bunch of Journey songs. Mm-hmm. Older Journey songs. And and it's Greg Rowley, the guy that yeah. that forms Journey and sings in Journey. Mm-hmm. Until he leaves because he doesn't like the way the band's headed. Right. So when Steve Perry comes... My some of my favorite journey mm-hmm. is when Steve Perry and Greg Rowley sing together, mm-hmm. and they have quite a few songs where, and I and I actually recorded that album, uh-huh. and I was gonna pl- I was gonna pick that the last time we did something, uh-huh. except I picked something else, but I had that just to play, it's like oh that would have been a cool like duo. <laughs> yeah, would have been it would have been cool, right? Because I I'm like oh I'm gonna pick this one because I think you'll like this. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, and I talked to Heather about this and oh I know the crafty likes this so I'm mm-hmm. trying to pick stuff that that I think will be the interesting to whoever I'm right. guest, hosting with. Uh-huh. And the the journey I 
it's I think it's the one with the lights, but it's got songs that just sound great. Yeah. But I'm listening, going, it, it sounds kind of sounds like the, the, and so I looked it up. Oh, it is Greg Rowley singing. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's my. I, I bet my wife doesn't know that. <laughs> She's not going to know it till she hears this show, right? Because I'm not going to tell her. <laughs> well, it's funny too. Like, um, I don't know, five or six years ago, I was going down a Santana wormhole, and uh, and I I saw that this is a cover. I did not know that either. Yeah, till right a, now. Peter Green actually wrote this song. It was a Fle- For Fleetwood Mac Fleetwood Mac yeah. song, and I've never heard it either. I have not. So maybe we'll have to whip that out later. But yeah, I I didn't know until I was. I can't even imagine it being a Fleetwood Mac song. Uh, yeah, not like not. It's <laughs> got to be arranged differently. I feel like Santana's. It's got that. It's got to be arranged differently. That sensuality, that Latin black and magic the, woman. Yes, the, you know? that Latin feel to yeah. it. Yeah. And like I played a few episodes back, I played Rumors. Uh huh. And it's does not have that very different. It's not pop, but it's just it's got a smooth, yeah, nice sound, and but it's almost folksy. Yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine them playing black. Yeah, it's interesting. Like secondhand news, black magic woman. Yeah. <laughs> I just I can't imagine it. I know, me neither. But then again, Stevie Nicks probably isn't in the band. Yeah, probably. Lindsey Buckingham yeah. might not be in Maybe the band. Not. Yeah. So. I could see it being a little different, but yeah, I, I'm. But it's interesting how if one person writes the song, but then another person interprets it a little differently, like it could become a better song. Well, it's in Rick Springfield and uh, Sammy Hagar. Yeah, yeah I've done everything true. for you. That's true. It's same song, and it sort of sounds the same. Do you see that he's coming to Rick Springfield? Uh huh. Where? Guess with who? Richard Marks. Jo- what? Huh? Yeah. Richard Marks? Uh-huh. Isn't he a saxophone player? No. Oh. Is he a singer? Am I thinking the same one? I don't know. Is he a singer? Yeah. Oh. Wherever you yeah. go, oh. whatever you do. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is Maybe? that Richard Marks? Maybe. I don't know. That's who I thought it was. I think you're right. But they're coming to... I guess I was thinking Kenny G. <laughs> when you said... That guy doesn't sing. I know. Well, they're coming <laughs> to where? Gallo? I think so. No, I, okay. You, oh. No, continue. You, as I say, you don't watch shows like Supernatural. No. So I'm it, not a huge TV. So Supernatural in the second to last season. Okay. They had a guy on there. I think it was. It might have been the third, but there was a guy on there, and he was playing the devil. Mm-hmm. And it was. It was. Uh, Rick Springfield. He was a musician and then he got possessed and he was totally playing and he looked, I don't know if it was because he he's older. Uh-huh. He looked, he looked haggard. haggard. Yeah. He looked Merle Haggard. He did look Merle. Uh, they're playing at the fruit yard. Really? Yeah. I remember thinking like it's somewhere that like close but small. When? August 27th. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him. I know, me neither. Because uh, he's... He, I, when Michael McDonald came through, I was like, I want to go see Michael He plays good guitar. Mm-hmm. And I like his I like his voice mm-hmm. a lot. I like him. Yeah. He he just... I I guess when I said he looked haggard, he just was older. And I think they probably put makeup on him to... Yeah, mo- probably. He, they put makeup on him to make him look, in my opinion, like 
he was Alice Cooper. Oh, that's what I thought they were okay. trying going for. But I, uh, he's almost forever known to me as the heartthrob Dr. Noah Drake. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I watched those shows. Yeah. And then when he came out, I'm like, it's Dr. Noah Drake. Hey. And I was, I was hooked on General Hospital. Yeah. Um, All my children. My mom like used to, to watch Young and the Restless. And I just remember, I remember like one summer being into it. But I was really young. I was into it because I had nothing to do mm-hmm. from my last class till soccer practice what about at three o'clock what about dallas that was where about... at night when i was oh. playing soccer oh that's true or when i was t- going to sleep no this was in the student union uh-huh. while i was <laughs> uh, so i i could sit there and do homework or uh-huh. sleep and they'd be on and it only takes about a week to two weeks yeah, and to you're like hooked out. yeah figure out what's going on blackie parish mm-hmm. do you know who blackie parish is Mm-mm. He's got some guy that became John Stamos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was like, uh, I knew all the guys. That's funny. Todd and Tad and Adam and his twin brother. And yeah. I was so into in so into those. Yeah, my mom had stories for a little while. Yeah. She, they, she stayed home from work, you know, raising us when we were real small. So, yeah, every once in a while we'd humor her, I guess. Well, I worked at 3 o'clock when, I, when soccer was done. If I worked at three, I could watch, and I lived probably about a mile and a half away, uh-huh. and I could walk there in about 10 minutes. So I would sit there and watch until, okay, I got to go. It's 10 till three to make it on, to work on time. Right. And I would watch all, all my children, One Life to Live, General Hospital, and I'd have to miss the last eight minutes. Or, oh. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was no. and then I got out of it. I don't know how, I, how, I don't know how. I, but you told I totally got sucked in. Yeah, when when I was when I was coming home from school, it was like Pokemon was on, uh, Batman the animated series was on, which I've actually started watching again on HBO Max. Nice, because I like that show. Um, and like Frasier and Friends, mm-hmm. and and so I, I I know those shows pretty well. But I, I'd always fall asleep. Yeah. And you still didn't have your hand in your pants. Nope. And, and I wasn't you on weren't drugs. Doing drugs. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Although my parents were pretty sure. <laughs> they like I'm just sleeping. What are you supposed to do? No. I I, I guess. homework. What was I supposed to do? Homework? No. Wait. Was I supposed to be doing oh, homework? Maybe you were. <laughs> maybe that's the whole problem. <laughs> Wait. Was I supposed to go to college? I totally forgot. Well, my thing was, I do homework for whatever class I was in. Uh-huh. On in the, the class? In the next class. Oh. <laughs> or sometimes I could get it done in class. Yeah. But then I'd do, the next class I'd do, listen and do homework, and then the next, and so yeah. I never had homework because I always did it. The hardest class I ever had was my AP biology class, and, and because I had to read chapters and chapters and chapters and then do all this examination of all these uh, it was insane like i'm surprised i passed that class but i never did the homework it was too difficult and involved yeah i i never what did i do cut open a rat yeah we had nurse sharks that was fun when then take that's where i met my friend rosa Mm -hmm. he was our teacher's aide 
and I thought it was hilarious because he was a freshman and we were sophomores <laughs> and he but he came in the middle of the year uh -huh. so they just gave him oh be this guy's teacher's name yeah. so I called him Mr. Rozo so I called him his first name because <laughs> <laughs> but I was doing like Mr. Bill right and, oh no and, it was, and I would do that <laughs> but I remember I remember when we got the rats I wanted the biggest rat uh-huh and then when I cut it open, it was full of fat. Like, oh, oh this sucks. <laughs> but I remember taking the tube, and they had us do this. We put it in its throat, uh -huh. and then we took a tube, and we blew in it and watched his lungs. Right, <laughs> expand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had nurse sharks, which were different. There was a couple of them that were pregnant, which I thought was interesting. Did they have little babies inside? Yeah. Oh, cool. Did you cut them open, and they spilled out? Yep. Yeah, we d dissected them just like, you know. Oh, what is this? Look yeah. at this little egg sack. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was it was an interesting little thing. nurse shark because we did piglets, we did piglets uh -huh. and rats and frogs. We already did frogs too. Yeah, we just did the nurse shark, and I just I still can't get the smell of formaldehyde out of my mm, nose. Yeah, that's a that's a hard smell. Yeah, that was an interesting class. I think that's where I started to kind of like gravitate towards criminology because I was so obsessed with genetics, and I wanted to be like a forensic pathologist. Because it would just be cool. It would be. I Solve was going to be an oceanographer. Oh, that's cool too. And instead, I went to school to play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm. you know. Yeah. We we choose our paths that we choose. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll listen to the next one. Okay. It is uh, Oye Komova.
like that song. That's it's, a good one. The guitar on that is really, really fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is really just even once you make it makes you want it to move and yep. just bob your head. Yep. This is always this this album is always like I always remember that my parents would put it on when we were like cleaning the house. So it's one of those it's not too involved where you're like having to listen to it real quick like you're not having to focus and concentrate but it's really good rhythm really good. It is. The the drums behind there. Mhm. The organ. Yep. The whole thing that's a good song. Yep. And so far this is a pretty good album. I like it. Yeah, I I didn't know all these songs well these Black Magic Woman and uh-huh. Oye, Oye Como Va mm-hmm. were on the same album. Yep. And the first one, I think, is Jingo and Evil Ways on the first album. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then on this one, I like Sim- uh, Samba Parati, too. That's I've like heard the, that one, too. The slower one, yeah. That one's pretty popular. Pretty sure it's on any of the greatest hits. Yeah, I don't know where I heard it, but I know I've heard it. Mm-hmm. That it's one one thing that I didn't realize. This is his take on these songs. Mm-hmm. It's not original. Oh, it's not. Not all of them. No, nope. that one's that one was uh, um, Tito Fuente. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't know about the first one. I didn't. Yeah, look I don't know about because I didn't one. know who the first one was. I'm gonna think that the first one is an original. So I didn't look it up because I didn't know the first who it was. On here it says, uh, thanks to musicians Rico Reyes, vocal on Oyo Komoa. Actually, on the first one, it's written by the, one of the guys in the band. Oh, well Because you said that, right? You said, right, isn't his name on there? The first the first song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's one of the guys Michael you Carabello. List, yeah, yeah, you you're right. listed his name. Yeah, you're right. I just remember. I listen. Look at you. I know it's a first. Sorry. <laughs> but, yes, I, I remember you said that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, he's the... But I think you said, maybe you said Tito Puente. I don't know. Regardless, I didn't know the one was a cover or the mm-hmm. second was a cover. And I don't know about the, the is there another song? On uh, the, yeah, there's one more. Who's that, that one by? one is a, it's by Carlos Santana and Alberto Guanquito. Mm. So that must have been somebody. A friend of his or? Maybe a studio musician. Yeah. Even. Oh, so that one is by... I just I thought all these songs were just Santana did his own thing. Yeah, and I'm learning that you no, know, he took somebody's thing and made it his own thing. Yeah, he's interpreting it. That's yeah. cool. I mean, I like I like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the originals sound like. Yeah, but I was looking that the this one Oyo Como Oye Como Va. Yeah, was uh, he he spiced it up. Yeah, and just his guitar made it electric. Yeah. Cause I mean his tone, the you know the cadence that he has, the his guitar playing is is great. It is it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. It's very jazzy too. Like it it doesn't really follow. It's like a voice. Mm-hmm. It it goes up and down and it reaches different registers where it's not necessarily in key, but it's not out of key. It's it's really he's just doing his own thing. Yeah, it's nice. He I mean he's. Fairly unique, I think. I think so too. As as a guitarist, because mm-hmm. yes, I think he does have the Latin influence, uh-huh. but he he takes that and and maybe turns it up a notch. I think so. And makes it, it just it's a 
I think it's a distinct sound, mm-hmm. and it's 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 very pleasing to the ear. Yeah, I mean, I I I feel that that's probably why he's been so prevalent for so long. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he's seventy three. For well, for the whole the, all the time I'd see Santana or hear Santana, I thought he did everything. Uh huh. I didn't know. I did too when I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't know he just played guitar. Yeah, he, I don't even think he sings. Well, what he was born in forty seven, and they formed in sixty six. So, so he was, he was 20, 21? No, he was 19, huh? I, well, we'll just say 21. I don't want you to feel... That I, can't, I can't do math. It's fine. Oh, I'm okay. more science. I don't do math. <laughs> See, this is what I do. 47, 57, 67, minus 1, 66. Oh, okay. I, that's get, a, that's I, I get it. Yeah. But yeah. That, and that's crazy, too, that he was so young when he started doing it. Yeah. And so you got to figure he was doing it before that. Yeah. Because he didn't just... Oh, I'm 19. Oh, I can play now. Yeah, and it said too that he was uh he learned to play violin first. Huh. So he was 5 and he played violin in Mexico. Really? And then he picked up the guitar. So he's been playing since he was 5 or 6. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Mhm. He just I, I he's got a good sound. Mhm. And, and I think he surrounds himself with with uh competent mus- musicians. Yeah. And he puts out a good product. Yeah. That's always good too. Yeah. If you, and I don't think you have someone of that stature, and then you just put trash around him, yeah, just to make yourself look better. Well, I think too, you know, you um, being in musician circles, like you're always gonna. Once you're a musician, you're always in a circle. Of yeah, some but when you when you get it to a higher level, people want to play with you. Yeah, exactly. Because I know when I played soccer, uh-huh. there were guys that oh, I want to play with them because I like I right. like his style. But the more talent you have, the better you can pick. You can pick who yes. you want to be with. Whereas, yeah. like, if you don't have so much talent, you're not going to be able to. Yes, I. Just, you're yes, not going to be able to. I play know with, that exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to be able to play with the good I'm ones. I, I know one time I, I told my brother-in-law that guys I played with, oh, they were practicing and I was working so I couldn't go to practice. Right. And I said, hey, they're playing. If you want to play, they'll come. And he showed up and and he told me later, he goes, uh, they were they were a little bit better than, so yeah, yeah I didn't stay very long yeah. or whatever happened. I'm like, right. oh, I don't know. I'd never seen him play, so I didn't know how good or bad he was. Right. I just knew how they were. Yeah. So yeah, you're right that sometimes... As as you progress, it, it makes you you can weed out yeah the the good and the chaff yeah and one and in musician circles there's there's the ever dreaded ego that you have to kind of avoid. There are certain people that you know you'll run into and they want it a specific way because that's the way that they want it and they're very egotistical on what they want and where they want to take their own career. But it's like. Hey, I'm here too, and we're collaborating. So it's nice that you have a plan. But you know, if you want me in your situation, well, well, then you have to make a plan with me. We have to, yes, not for me. Yeah, don't don't tell me how my career is going to go. We need to work together, and you know. Oh yeah, no, it's the same thing. There's guys I played soccer with, right? And I'm like, I'm like I don't want to play with that guy. Yeah, I don't care how good he is. Yeah. I just don't. I don't like the way he plays. I don't. There's something about him that. And there was plenty of guys that I could say, yeah, don't. And then, then by the same token, there were guys that maybe not as good as other guys, uh-huh. but they were but had all, a heart of gold. They were always playing, right. giving a hundred percent. Yeah. And I didn't have to worry that that they weren't going to try. Right. And it, 
It's interesting. Yeah, sometimes, as as you as you said, as you move up that into a higher echelon of doing things, sometimes they you think that people or people think that you may be a prima donna or yeah. a dick or, but it's not really like that. No, but you don't really care what they think, right? Because you know, and it's nothing personal. It's not. It's not. It's just you know. It, my my whole thing, my whole, I don't know, philosophy of life is I always want to be better tomorrow than I was today. So if I'm trying to better myself at all times, sometimes I will move on. Sometimes you'll fail trying to do what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not perfect beings. No. And and as long as I'm trying to progress and, 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 and like I said, mistakes, when you make mistakes and you're learning, you're growing. And it's... There's plenty of people too, though, that are just stuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to do the same thing, like the like the the uh, the drunk dancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, okay, <laughs> it's Friday night. It's Saturday night. It's Monday night. Yeah, whatever night it is, and they're playing. I'm just gonna be here. Yeah, and this is my life. And you know, our band right now is like I told them. I said, hey, we're gonna go out there every weekend and we're gonna play a show, but I don't want to play the same exact show. Because if we have people that are following us around, I don't want them to see the same exact show. Because it could totally be like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we cycle in new songs. We make sure that we're keeping it all fresh and keeping it new, not only for the crowd, but for ourselves. Because it's, it's you know, we want to make it fun for ourselves, too. But, um, you know, there are some bands out there that they just, some people just won't do it. It's the same show every night at the same bar for the same pay. Yeah, I don't know. It's... Because I'm not in that world, uh-huh. I don't know how I would react. But I think, oh, just doing the same, playing the same game. Okay, if I played the same team every time, yeah, that would grow old fast. Yeah. You'd learn, you know, you'd learn everything about that other team, and then it would be too easy to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> or too easy to lose to them, or yeah. however it works. Yeah. I, and I like playing, like, like when we were playing indoors, I like playing different teams. Uh-huh. And some of them, it's like, okay, uh, you guys are 25, 30 years older, right. younger than us, and we can still keep up. So, yeah. you know, we may lose, but we're going to give you a game. Yeah. And then the other times we're playing a team that, oh, look, they don't even have shoes. <laughs> what <Yeah>. the heck? <laughs> Well, and that's how I feel about the different bars. They're so different from each other. And all the patrons are completely different. Sometimes it's an age thing. Sometimes, you know, it's couples. Sometimes it's older. I, I don't know. It's just... See, I think that would be fun. Every crowd is so different. And sometimes they don't... They're just not into it. Sometimes they're... It's funny. We play at this one bar. And they receive us so well. But the IQ in the room is so low that they're, we're like this close to violence, you know? Like, it's this really palpable tension that's in the room. Really? It's it's such a strange place to play. Well, they probably think you're like the Eagles. Well, no, it's not even that. It's like, they really like us. Because their IQ's low. But because they're drinking and they're... Like, if and they that were, makes their IQ lower. If they were to get bumped or something... Really? Like, they would start throwing hands. You know what I'm saying? Because their IQ's so low. Because it's like they're they're just a really immature crowd. Because their IQ's low. I just feel like they have... They're just not smart. I'm fascinated by that. I'm going to focus on that. (laughs) Where where would this place be? I might like to go see the the low IQ place. I'll let you know off mic, but... (laughs) (laughs) But it's an interesting place. 
I, I kind of get the, the, I, the clientele are like, you know, working people and they're, and which means you have a low IQ. No, you're I'm not working. saying that. Yeah. But you, the people, thanks. the people are really was I, immature. Was I there two weeks no. ago? No, no, no. This is a completely different place. Oh, thank you. So you're saying I don't have a low IQ right now? Y- yes. I mean, right then? Yes. Because this crowd is completely different. That's hilarious. It's so that's funny. It's so interesting. I think I I just think people have low IQ naturally. I don't think they have to go to a bar to get it. Yeah, you know, but but there are there are some crowds, some bars that you play that the people are just rowdy. And, and I know what you're saying because I would go to different places yeah. and, and different bars. Dangerous. Have different. I I never got a bi- vibe. At a bar, there was a dude that was trying to go into the women's restroom. Well, he had to actively. pee. He had to pee. Oh no! Actively following girls into the women's restroom. Yeah. What? Yeah. Our drummer kept like having to stop and like push this guy off. Like it was insane. Really? It was just an insane situation all the way around. That is an odd one. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of crazy people going to a bar w- and just doing <laughs> and whatever. And getting 86th? Huh. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm learning. Yep, yep. I just, I just, uh, I just, I just think that if you played in all these different places mm-hmm. that you would have, you get a, vi- a variety. And so, yeah, it's nice to change up your, your, your playlist. Yeah. But it's also nice to, Maybe not see the same people every time. Exactly. I mean, you could go from, you could play the same bar and have the same people show up. Mm-hmm. I think after a while, just people would find it. And, and, you know, you'd have a core group yep. that really liked you. Yep. And then people that came, that were new, that don't normally come here and right. showed up. And then a lot of people go, oh, they're there again. Yeah. I don't want to go. See, and that's that's what I was talking about with my last band about saturating the market. You know, if if you're playing at the same bar every week, they're going to hear every single song you know. Right. If you know 85 songs, if you know 120 songs, they're going to hear every single song in maybe two gigs. So what's the point of that? You've got to not saturate the market. You have to be able to play once a month. And then be able to freshen a little bit up five new songs, just work them in. That way, you're still playing the hits, but then you can kind of surprise them or you know put something fresh in there. Yeah, it's just uh, well, I think that would be fun for the performers as well. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun trying to figure it out too. It's like a puzzle because you're trying to make the bar money. That's the goal. Really? Yeah, you're trying to make the bar money. I know that you say that. Is that really your goal? Yeah. Absolutely. Or do you just play for the love of it? Well, I mean, we love to play, but we want to make the bar money so that we keep getting asked back. Asked back? Asked. <laughs> stupid word. I know it is Why a stupid word. Why are those word. stupid letters together? I know. Uh, so, I, and I never really thought of that mm-hmm. until you said it. You said it before. Is that... Uh, something that plays into you getting asked back? Yeah, because if you're in there and you're doing you're doing your job as a musician, you're engaging the audience, and um, they're not leaving in the middle of a set, or you know they're going to continue to drink, they're going to continue to stay there. They might stay there longer 
than they anticipated because the band is so good or they meet people that are enjoying themselves too. Mm-hmm. So if you get that good environment and that good vibe going and they just keep buying drinks, buying drinks, buying drinks, then the bar sees that. And if they have a good night when you're there and then they ask you back and then you ha- they have another good night when you're there. Well, one then, plus well, then there's one a, yeah. is two. Then there's a correlation and uh-huh. they, they're like, okay. Like we've just recently been asked back to a bar every first Friday of the month next year. Next year? 2022. Yeah. That's a long time away. Mm-hmm. So. But they're already penciling us in. To so their, oh, okay. So, so do you guys say to yes? To their rotation, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and we have four rotations now where we're there all the time. So it's, it's and that's something that we look forward to because it's home and, base. But it's also different. Yeah. Each week you're doing something different. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that. In my opinion, doing this, doing this, what you're doing, uh-huh. but going to it, going, oh, I'm going here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever right. days it is, and right, then right. then you're going here the next. It's kind of like doing uh, vinyl rhetoric, uh-huh. where okay, on this day you show up, and then tomorrow Heather shows up, uh-huh. and then a month from now. Crafty DM shows up, <laughs> and someday, <laughs> be silly. Disc man will show up, but I I I know that I think because because Crafty came Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I asked Heather, "Hey, you want to come on Friday?" Okay. Yeah. She's just like, okay. She <laughs> she doesn't even. She, okay. All right. <laughs> and then she just shows up, and so so she's the most flexible. Yeah. Because she like will touch her toes to her head, right? I mean, she's really flexible, really flexible. <laughs> uh, but I like, I know, I know how it's going to be. But each one's different, so yeah. so I can see if you were doing a you you would be doing the same, yeah, the same circuit, right? But each you know one day each month, mm-hmm. be at one place, and and you're always the only thing that would suck is you're always having to set up for. You couldn't just leave your yeah. stuff set up. That would yeah. be nice. But then you would run into the problem when you're just at the same place. Yeah. And, oh, it's the same band. Well, and right now we have a residency over here at this um, restaurant that's right around the corner. And that's kind of like our practice spot where we'll bring new material, uh-huh. practice it, see how it's received. If they like it, we take it to the big bars. And some of the big bars, the big honky-tonks where it's like a full, loud show... And then some of them are like a really s- soft acoustic place. We play this place um, on McHenry and it's just a tiny little wine bar. And so we do like an acoustic set there. We were doing a three piece for a minute. Is it like a tiki wine? No. At the tiki, no. The tiki lounge? No, there's there's another place over no, there. I don't know. That. I just know that's a small place. Yeah, it's a really small place. And it's really nice and classy and, and we got all dressed up and stuff. And oh, cute. We've also played fundraisers for hospitals, like galas, like where I had to wear like a sparkly dress. And, you know, we had we had to stop and have them do their drawings and they had like an auction. And, so that's you know, fun. It was a fundraiser. See, that's fun. Yeah. And, and some of that stuff is like so much fun and and I've done weddings in, in the Bay Area and all that stuff. And each time it's like, this is my office for the day, you know, as I'm looking out at the ocean or, you know, I'm, I'm in this huge room with all these people. 
or I'm in a bar with people with low IQs, but it's just, mm. <laughs> it's, it's always a brand new experience, which is fun. Can you say low? How low is low? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. 80s? <laughs> yeah, about. Because I think 80s are Because what's the retard. average? I think. No, what's the average? My Average is 100? So funny you should ask that. My brother asked me the other day. <laughs> Two days ago, uh-huh. what's the average? What's what's the average IQ? I and I don't know. So I said eighty three, <laughs> and he said it's close. He said it's eighty three, eighty two to one hundred and two. So it's in that range. Oh, okay. And I said, oh, I don't know what that means. But he goes eighty two. That was retard. <laughs> oh, let's see. Psychologists revise the test every few years, but 100 is the average. Most people, about 68%, have an IQ between 85 and 115. Okay, so that's about what he said. Yeah. Only a small fraction of people have a very low below 70 or a very high above 130. And where where does this bar fall? Are they... A, a very high, <laughs> a very high amount in the seventy-ish. I mean, maybe eighty-ish. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, that's okay. I'm gonna say that's low. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, they can walk around, and I'm sure that they have children, and they logistically figure out children and stuff. I mean, I'm sure that they can navigate the world a little bit, but crazy when it comes to social stuff, they're just like, "What is going on, you guys?" That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to think about that for a while. Well, there's one more track. Okay. Is it People Are Stupid? <laughs> I wish. No. Remember, we're not listening to The Doors. <laughs> oh, that's People, people are, strange. are Strange. Good one. <laughs> when you're strange, people come out. <laughs>
I like the way the two instrumental pieces book in the two mm-hmm. songs with singing. Yeah. That one that one was just a lot of the same smooth sounds. Yeah. I I always for some reason whenever there's an instrumental I always tell myself a story in my head. It's like the beginning of it. It's really fast and furious. It's like, you know, you wake up, you have a really busy day, you're going to run around. And then at one point there's like this part that kind of goes flat and it's kind of off beat and like, you know, like you have a flat tire or something, something goes wrong in the day and then it gets right back to it. You're like, okay, you're over that. And then all of a sudden at, at night, you know, you calm down, you get a little calmer. I don't know. That's, that's just how my brain works with the music. And I'm listening, thinking... Oh, you can totally, it's like a cha-cha. Yeah. One, two, three. Dun, dun, uh-huh. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, the way the song's constructed, and there, there's, it's got different pieces where mm-hmm. one, like you said, is, is a little more upbeat, mm-hmm. up-tempo, but he just slides into when he goes slower or faster, he just yeah. slides into it effortlessly. Yeah, he just does that half time. And it sounds it sounds really it's good. It yeah. sounds good. Yeah. It's just the I think a combination of the bongos slash drums. Yeah. Whatever whatever drum yeah. machine, whatever they're using. Uh-huh. And even the organ. Yeah. With the or keyboards mm-hmm. with with his guitar. It's it's all copacetic. The, the way it comes together is is really outstanding. Yeah, their arrangements are really, really, really nice. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how complex or basic they are, but they sound good. Mm-hmm. It sounds really good. Well, like I said before, like I just feel like all these people just vibe. You know that if if they're making it up off the top of their head, I wouldn't be surprised. And they could probably just go on for yeah five, ten, fifteen more minutes. Yep. Easily, and, and I think the uh, the way he the way he plays guitar, I guess is some is Latin or it's it's not typical. It's not your typical rock star guitar. No, playing. I feel like it's more jazz. And it is more jazzy. Yeah, but I think the the musicians he has playing with him mm-hmm. are way into that yeah i think so too as opposed to uh you know you get some bands and you go oh i want to play rock i well i want to play more folksy mm-hmm. i want to play i want to play stadium rock I and i mean that's really important when you're getting together with musicians and you guys have to have like a similar flavor and you might not have the same backgrounds but you know you you all kind of want to play the same thing you got to come together too yeah and and i, th- I know there's times when Something doesn't sound right, and it's just yeah. because you you have a rock guitarist mm-hmm. playing with a country drummer, right, or whatever, and right. and it just there's something that just doesn't seem to click, even though it sounds good. Yeah, you just it doesn't. It just seems like it's. Well, that's what's funny with my band too. Is like right now we're hunting for our own sound because like we are a cover band, so we do a lot of covers. So we're kind of picking and choosing and pulling things out of the songs that we cover. But, you know, our drummer is a hardcore rock drummer. Um, I'm like a blues jammer. Um, my lead guitarist is like classic rock to the core, Jimi Hendrix kind of guy. My rhythm guitarist is 90s grunge. 
and the bass player is like late well i don't know i guess he's he's like you two fish um you know he likes that kind of music so it's 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 an interesting you know group of people and we're gonna have to try to find the common ground between all five of us and make something unique and i think it's a good way to to maybe make something unique since we're all from very different backgrounds and you can do that mm-hmm. but you have to find when you're doing your you want to sing blues right you got to find where they're playing they're matching your voice right and giving because you because i have a lower i have a lower voice i have more attitude on my voice so it's like if we were going to do country, we got to kind of figure out what kind of lane we got to go in to figure out just words and stories of the songs, you know. So it's a fun challenge. It is fun. Yeah. It is it is fun because that's, you're, you get on a soccer team and you're playing with guys. Mm-hmm. You got to find, hey, we, I, I don't know what you do. I don't yeah. know how you do. You do you like to do this? Aggressive? Do you like to do this? Yeah. Do you yeah. are you play defensive or yeah. you don't? Do, I don't know how you play. Right. So you have to learn how other guys play, and that's mm-hmm. like the, the best teams I've been on. Usually, I've played with some of these guys for four, five, six, seven years. Right. And I know. I mean, there's one guy that I played with every other year. Mm-hmm. Then we played together in high school. Then we played, actually played a year in college, and then we played in a, a co-ed team. Mm-hmm. And by that time, I knew when he would do things, I knew he was going to do it before he did it. Yeah, you Because I knew it. him. Yeah. And so we could play off each other. It, it was like poetry. Right. Or or a dance where, yeah. where we each did our own part and we knew. Mm-hmm. So when you get musicians that I know that if, if we head into this, you, that you're going to take that bridge and, and right. you're going to be able to maybe uh, expand it so right. it's almost a guitar solo or whatever. Yep. And so everyone else, but as long as everyone knows what you're doing yep. and they can all fit in, it make, it the cohesiveness yeah. is, is apparent. But when you don't have that, it's... You can still hear, it still sounds good because yeah. you guys are all real musicians. But it's but it's almost robotic. There's no chemistry. There's yeah. no you know and, and that's what's funny. We were over at the the restaurant and somebody at the end of the night came up and they were like, Oh my god, you guys have the best chemistry and I was like, Wow, that was like the best compliment we've ever gotten. Like <laughs> thank you so much, you know. Did anybody else feel that way? Well that it was a good compliment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh. whole band was like, "This is this is the greatest." No, did, not did anybody ever... else feel that you were? This, <laughs> no. I was it... like, I don't know. People like us. People don't like us. No. I did anybody care. else? Did anybody else in your band feel oh, yeah. feel that that was a great compliment? Yeah, yeah. Because we we're all like in awe of the fact that we all get along. We've been together for almost two years, and we don't fight. Or That's good. Anything like that? There's no egos in our band. We're all just trying to be the better musician tomorrow well, you know I, I know i played i played soccer with this one guy in mm-hmm. college and his younger brother was would watch our games uh, i think when i was playing in san francisco mm-hmm. he'd watch our games uh on the team i was there and then he started playing on that team with me and one t- and we got to be friends and he knew i played with his older brother mm-hmm. and he said yeah mark mark said you were a good player and I'd watch you play, and I'm like, no, no I don't think he's that good. And then I played with you, <laughs> yeah. and that was like one of the best compliments ever. Cause, yeah, 
I mean, I, I'm not flashy, but I know what I'm supposed to do, and I I can do everything I'm supposed to do really yeah. well. Yeah. But no one really knows it. Yeah. Because I don't I don't try and I don't want everyone to say, oh look at me. Yeah. And uh, by the same token, I was playing co-ed, and we weren't on a team, and my sister was on a team, and they needed girls, mm-hmm. and so they wanted my wife to play. But she wasn't going to play unless I played. Uh-huh. And they, she, I think they knew my sister wouldn't play. Uh-huh. She'd just leave the team that she'd been on the whole time. Right. And she said, they did not want you to play. <laughs> but they knew I wouldn't play. So they, they said, <laughs> reluctantly, okay. And I don't know. She said, after a couple games, they said, oh, I like playing with your brother a lot better than playing against him. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it's totally different. It's, you know, I call it the Draymond Green effect. It you know? is. It's like we would hate him if he was on another team. But if he's on our team, we love him. Yeah. You know? Because there's guys, like I said, that you want to play with. Yeah. That, that you enjoy playing with. Because even when you when you get together, you can tell whether you played with this person or not. Mm-hmm. Once you start playing that you like oh i love the way you're you're you want to play guitar and you you adjust to my voice right and you just know yeah it's like your slash friend yeah Bruno. Yeah. yeah yeah i got when him get, on here too when so. you guys played together mm-hmm. i was like oh that was I mean, that sounded really good yeah and we've been i mean we played forever 10 10 years probably and he sounds good yeah i mean he sounds really good he's yeah. competent very competent. Yes. And when you guys, he wasn't trying to, I, I'm going to overpower her. Yeah. He was uh, he adjusting himself so you guys were equal. Right. You're, well, and it's funny too. I was talking to somebody and I was like, man, when I do karaoke, I am so nervous. I'm up there singing like, yeah, I get on stage and I sing with my band, but I'm way nervous on karaoke. And I think it's because I'm up there by myself and I'm I'm by myself interpreting this song. Whereas when I'm on stage, I'm one of five mm-hmm. and we all have to work together. I have my part, they have their parts and like we're all working together as a group. So I don't feel like I'm alone up there. And it's funny, I've just been thinking about that and it's like, I really do enjoy having the peop- the support of my musician friends that I've always had all of my musician friends I've had over the years. And it's, it's a brotherhood. It's a bond. It's, you know, just being a musician is, is one of the best things that I've ever done in my life. It's just like playing soccer. Uh-huh. And when you're, it's fun pl- being out on a team when you like the guys you're on the team yeah. with. It's, it is. It's, yeah. and you look forward to it. You may not, you may not have your best performance every time you go out. Yeah. But as long as you know that, they all have your back and you have their back. Yeah. It makes a big difference. And it, it, and it just, it makes, it makes life worth living. It does. It really does. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I seemed when, when I, when we saw you, it seemed like you guys enjoyed playing. Yeah. It just, cause I, like I told you, I people watch. Uh-huh. So I'd be watching, Oh, let's see what, the, and I think each, each, individual mm-hmm. has their own little idiosyncrasies we or do. styles yeah. which you know that's just natural yeah but it's oh let's see oh i i like that oh he's he's just gonna okay it's solo time and he's just uh-huh. like concentrate on I'm, I'm just doing this yep or the you know the bass player i'm he's just bass players are always 
you know, just like the laid back one. Yep. Drummers are the crazy ones. <laughs> and it just seems like, not always, but right. But it just seemed like you guys had a decent chemistry. Yeah. Where I've seen, I I seen I saw you play with that other band. Mm-hmm. I saw I could see there was not chemistry. There was something going on. Yeah. And you know, we talked about it later. But uh-huh. I I could just I could tell it's not. It was awkward. Yeah. And, you know, I really don't know what happened with that because, you know, we had a good thing going, but I just, I was, I just felt like I was driving too much for too little money and, and it was like, they weren't coming my way. So I just didn't feel appreciated or, you know, like they weren't, they weren't going to help me. I, I felt like I was helping them make money. That's how I felt. So it was, it was just interesting um, that dynamic was interesting and it got old real fast. So they were a pimp. <laughs> kind and, of, kind and of. you were their little yes. pro. So, yeah. So it was just, it was an interesting, you know, that was an interesting project. But, you know, like, like I said, Bruno, he, he, I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for Bruno. Yeah. Well, I think if he wasn't there, wouldn't it be nearly as good as, they were. I think yeah. they would have been a lot. Not that they were bad. It yeah. just it's just different. He he seems very technically skilled. Yeah. And he's had that confident too. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just it was just they seem more like oh, we're, we're we're all right. We're just gonna play for the the seventy IQ people. <laughs> yeah. And he 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 doesn't seem like he's that. He he right. doesn't mind playing for him, but he mm-hmm. can play for he. Oh, you're classically trained. I can play. Watch this. Yeah. And he he's he's got a, a wide range yeah. of abilities. Yeah. And they seem, and it's just just dumb me. And they have a narrow range of of, yeah. of technical ability, and they can do in their range, but they can't venture out. Mm-hmm. But I think Bruno could venture out easily. And I got his okay to uh, Vinyl Rhetoric, his new album. So, Oh, sweet. <laughs> so I'll have Th- to that'll bring, be totally awesome. I'll have to bring that in. That'll be totally cool. Yeah. That'll, yeah. And now he's having a record release party pretty soon. So oh. yeah, I'm excited. So, Proud of him. So when's his record release party? Oh, he hasn't set a date yet, but he's going to make it soon. So if you get a record... We can we can release a oh I can buy it right now okay we can do the we can we do it yeah right at the record release oh that would be cool if you want mm-hmm. yeah anyway so yeah. I I just fun adjust stuff. things yeah fun stuff I I like that yeah that was it was a good a very good choice thank you I think <laughs> we did a lot of rhetoric I think so too yeah <laughs> but that's okay I, I liked it yeah. I did like it. So, do you have anything else? I have nothing else. Say goodnight, Blob. Goodnight, Blob. Bye. Later.